Safety Foundation for Southeast Michigan recently announced a second round of microgrants from the Michigan Central Church Street Fund. Now, that's to support organizations that strengthen Detroit neighborhoods, including Corktown. And that's just one example of the great work being done at the foundation. President Rick DeVore, thank you for joining us today to talk about the difference that you are making in Southeast Michigan. Thanks, Ann. Well, you know, we're uh, we're excited. I think sometimes we need to make sure people understand we're a public charity. We're not a private foundation. So we take funds in and we grant out. Um, this year, again, I think we'll probably make grants totaling a little bit over $100 million to probably 5,100 grants in that $100 million. Um, some of our work is uh, dictated or led by the donor. Uh, my wife, Donna, and I have a donor-advised fund, and we can basically grant out to organizations that, uh, you know, that we care deeply about. Um, but a lot of our work is also done with private foundations, and a lot of the names you know, uh, Balmer, Wilson, Knight, uh, Kresge, Kellogg, Gilbert, and where we, together with them, form coalitions to advance something. And one example that may be uh, the Pontiac Collaborative, which is 10 foundations, and we lead that effort, trying to make a difference in Pontiac. And so just to give you an idea of that, um, during the first uh, three years, we stood up a grants management office They, you know, that went away under the emergency manager. We uh, did a proof of concept on different things that the city of Pontiac wanted to do. We're now in the second three-year phase of that where we're actually doing a lot of placemaking and storytelling to just spread the word about Pontiac. So a lot of our work, one of the big words that we use is just collaborative. You know, it's really collaborative. Sure. And, um, and trying to figure out where the needs are and how we can get this great foundation community all working together. So, um, you know, it's a lot of work, but, you know, um, People ask me a lot, you know, what's the biggest thing for you? Why do you come into work every day? And I would tell you it's because of the quality of the people. And I know that sound, that might sound a little cliche-ish, but the people that work here are here because they believe in the work. And they're extremely skilled. And so if I can um, help them and remove barriers and get, you know, um, some, uh, some more money from other like-minded groups, um, it really works out well for us. Absolutely. And, you know, Rick, this money, all of these different grants that go all over Southeast Michigan, they're life-changing for people. You know, it's not just you know, when you talk about a foundation, you're like, oh, yes, a foundation, very nice. But the difference that it makes in someone's life is really extraordinary. Oh, it really is. And it, it, that's the greatest satisfaction you can get as a leader and a participant here at the Community Foundation I mean, the other day I was looking at a grant for a very small, very small church. And, you know, when I looked at their financial statement, you could tell that if it weren't for us right. and the, the, the pastor is, um, you know, was working for free. And if it weren't for us, I don't think that congregation could meet. And um, but that's, you know, that's just one example. And these micro grants are another one where and, you know, one thing, and I think I know that, you know, but I think. Um, really bears repeating is philanthropy also ha- always has to be ground up and not top down. It can't be prescriptive. You know, in other words, you can't go into a neighborhood and say, let me take care of you. Let me tell you what you're doing wrong. That does not work. It doesn't go over well. It's right. not really enrolling the community. And 
So you mentioned the Michigan Central Church Street Fund. That's exactly what took place before any micro grants were granted. And it was listening sessions. What do you need? What would you like to see? What brings you joy? What What is the aspiration? And an example of that is we made a grant, um, a small micro grant, but one of the you know, sub-communities in southwest Detroit couldn't quite get access to the Joe Lewis Greenway, the southwest portion that is now complete. And so it doesn't seem like a big deal, but it really made a big difference in this small neighborhood that they could now get access to the Greenway. And as you know, eventually 27 and a half miles around, but also to this neighborhood, getting access down to the river, what's going on with Ralph C. Wilson Park, um, it's kind of a game changer. And you think, wow, what a difference that made. It was not a grant of real big size. It was six or $7,000, but it really made a difference for this whole neighborhood. But to me, that demonstrated listening. These listening sessions are just invaluable. So Rick DeVore, president of the Community Foundation for Southeast Michigan, can you kind of define what a micro-grant is and what type of organizations would receive a micro-grant? Yeah, so they tend to be less than $10,000. We do make these grants to not only uh, 5013Cs, but also sometimes people approach us and they are not a nonprofit. So then we will try to marry them with what we would consider a financial sponsor so that they could then, you know, through that entity, receive their funds. And we run into that a lot. Um, And that's one of the things that, you know, we do and how we help. Um, Let me give an example that we run um, a fine arts fund for the Wilson Foundation that are not the big arts organizations that you know and love, like the DSO and the DIA. But rather, I'm talking about the neighborhood theater group and these small groups, sometimes those aren't even nonprofit. They're either trying to obtain their nonprofit status or they just maybe they just can't get it. We will then marry them with another nonprofit that would be their financial sponsor so they can apply for a grant and then, uh, you know, go that way. Um, And also, you know, we when these these micro grants don't require some of the um, more rigid standards for our larger grants. In other words, they might not even have an audited financial statement. It might just be a compiled statement um, that some bookkeeper made. And that's really uh, in service to the fact that there's not a lot of many times the ability to do that. So we really, um, you know, uh, spend a lot of time with these smaller organizations really trying to help them besides the actual dollars. Um, If you looked at our current and report that just came out on the cover is five young ladies that are, um, you know, seventh to ninth grade-ish. And they um, had a street hockey team on rollerblades around, um, you know, Michigan Central. And um, we chose them because that's representative of some of the kind of changing work that we're doing. Um, but also we had to guide and counsel them. And in fact, we had her come to our annual meeting at the book depository because we were so taken by this eighth grader, mm-hmm. you know, thanking us for this micro grant. But, and by the way, she wrote the letter in cursive, which stood out in my inbox in a big way. <laughs> That's impressive. And, yes. um, 
But we highlighted them um, because of the fact of this is representative of just some of the hard work that goes in. And so, you know, it, it's more than just dollars. Right. It's also counseling and helping people through what can be, you know, navigate a, you know, sometimes what can be a process that seems, um, you know. Daunting. Uh, very, yeah, that would be the word I'd be looking for. Yeah, exactly. What are some of the other ways that these microgrants have helped the Corktown area? That area is developing and developing quickly. Yeah, it, it really is. And so, you know, I think one of the things that people, um, you know, want to make sure that we understand is we don't lose sight of the people that have been there for a long time, right? Right. So, you know, from a placemaking standpoint. And, um, you know, I think a lot of thought, and that's where the listening session goes in, but um, that fund, um, by the way, was set up from the Ford Motor Company, and then it was um, the developer um, in that area, um, Oxford, also added to that fund. So that, that's the fund we manage. But some of the criteria, you know, it really has to be for these neighborhood groups that, you know, reside in those neighborhoods. In other words, there's a lot of great grantees that we make grants to that are you would know as household names. This is more for the neighborhood groups in and around, you know, Michigan Central. And I think Ford did it. And I don't want to speak for Mary Culler, but I, I, one of the reasons I'm sure they did it is they wanted to make sure that the neighborhood did not lose its identity. Right. And, you know, and, you know, you see this happen many times, right? Regentrification. So, you know, that's why, you know, I, they set this fun up and, you know, we're pretty proud to be part of it. Absolutely. Now, Rick DeVore, you are coming from the banking industry. How are you enjoying this job? And I bet it makes you feel good to know that you're giving and making such a big difference. It's exciting. You know, I, as you know, and I ran the PNC Foundation as part of my regional president job. Right. But when we were discussing this, uh, Donna and I, my wife, we thought to ourselves, you know, she said to me, you know, this is the part of the job you enjoyed the most at PNC. This seems like a great way to capstone, you know, your career and do more for the care, you know, the community that we love. And so it's really been just that. And, um, you know, I, uh, but I still am in sales in the sense that we do have to get donors. <laughs> we do have to solicit. Um, so it's, and it's kind of funny. People say, you know, wow, a banker, really? But if you think about it, you know, oh, yes. we have to have a clean audit. Um, yes. We have reputation risk. And so we have a very complex organization that has an audit. We have a very large investment portfolio, you know, over a billion, too. Um, so there are a lot of uh, banking aspects to it and um, that I think maybe surprise people. Um, but I think the biggest thing is, you know, you have to have heart and compassion for the communities. And again, we're seven county um, foundations. So, you know, we go from St. Clair County all the way down to Monroe and all the way out to Livingston. Uh, so we have to have our pulse on everything in the seven counties. And uh, it's a massive undertaking. We're up to 70 people now. Wow. And uh, so it's a big organization. It's very impressive. Rick DeVore, president of the Community Foundation for Southeast Michigan, thank you for the time today and all the best with this wonderful work that you're doing. It is really wonderful for Southeast Michigan. Thank you, Ed. I always enjoy you and WJR, so I appreciate it. And I'm Ann Thomas. Thank you for listening to Opportunity Detroit. Enjoy the rest of your day.